Dipton Butter Program with Kat and Wes. Scared to even crack open my white claw. I was scared to do anything. He said, I don't want to move. It's like when you parallel park the car, you got to turn the music down. Yeah, nigga. Whew. Be very still until the light is green. Oh, my God. All right, let me let me adjust my uh, sitting pillow. Get my mic ready, man, so we can do this show, nigga. I'm yes, sir. Bro, I've been trying to pump fake you on doing this show all week. <laughs> Let's get right into it, man. Let's do <laughs> Let's it. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Dip in Butter program, your favorite program. I know it's my favorite program. Welcome, yes, welcome, sir, welcome. The number one entanglement-free podcast on your <laughs> No internet. entanglements around this month. Yes, no entanglements here, baby. Across from me is my guy, your guy, your player partner, my player partner, Elmer motherfucking young. Hey, 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 hey. This is the only guy that Smokey Robinson says is allowed to gangbang. No, no, no. What's going on, bro? Uh, I hate the internet and pop culture and everything to do with what we talk about on this podcast. However, across from me is my guy. That's Cat A K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch him at catandcrunch.com where you can dip into the cereal shit or you can catch him every Friday here on the Dipped and Butter program, a.k.a. KOC, the king of content, my nigga, yo nigga, everybody's nigga, my nigga cat. Let's get it. Hey, bro, listen, I... I struggle with where to even start this week. Like, there's so, <laughs> there's so much to discuss. And as I was writing my notes this week, like, I usually try to put my notes for the show in some sort of I order. I don't even have mine in order this week either. All right, cool. So, yeah, like, I try, I'll be trying to put, like, stuff that I want to... I'd be trying to put stuff that I want to start with at the top so it just kind of flows a little bit more natural. Either that or just so I just don't get distracted. Right. And, bro, I was in my mind like, I don't even know what to start with because I want to talk about all this yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that happened in the past week. There's a I lot think of the, shit. I think the most natural thing to start with just off the tippy top is for, let's introduce it this way. Me and Wes are frustrated. We have been frustrated for probably six days now because... <laughs> If any of y'all are listening to this uh, the podcast, timing. there's no way we're the only podcast y'all listen to. So chances are y'all have heard this news story chopped up every which way can be chopped up by now because, nigga, when I say we don't even get me to be and West hot about disgusted, it, bro, we was disgusted <laughs> that the Red Table Talk came out the day we released last week and we was at each other in the text and even Luis was at us in the text yeah, like, for sure. you Shout see out what's to happening in the culture right now? He hit me with the oh. link. He said, you were right. And I was like, huh? And then I saw what he sent me and I was like, oh shit, it is out. And boy, oh boy. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was, we, we were disgusted as a crew. Like you said, we can't be as disgusted now, but man, it was a, uh, it was an entangled conversation there, wasn't it? Right. It's, it's almost like, 
You know what's so wild about our culture, bro? Like something that burnt so hot this past Friday, like it almost kind of feels like leftovers now, but I do still want to talk about it. We Don't have, get me wrong. Les, we have to talk about it. Let's not spend a lot of time on it. Let's try and yeah, get it out because we had our, yeah, first, we had right? our let's, thing last week. Let's have our rewind yeah. moment and then, you know, let's, let's keep yeah. it, you know. Fresh. So uh, let, let's pretend somebody's listening to this that don't listen to nobody else and they heard no other takes on what we're talking about. So this past Friday, Jada Pinkett Smith called herself down to the red table to talk. See, and I, th- <laughs> I think all, I think that was a setup too because of who was really else at the table. But so don't normally when she do these things, she has at least her mom there her mom and, and or Willow. Willow. I've seen them both every time. I think Willow sometimes will bow out, but her mom definitely be in that thing. So, I, like, I hate to even have takes that other motherfuckers have had, but I, I, this is me being genuine. Like, when I first clicked the link and it showed up at, like, around 13 minutes, I thought I had a promo for the Red Table talk. Same, same. I was like, man, so same. maybe somebody condensed it and put all the good shit here, and then I can go find the whole thing somewhere else so me and Wes can really dig. No, it was 13 minutes. Like, 13 fucking bro. minutes, bro. Okay. So again, let me make sure I'm doing my journalism thing here to make sure everybody's aware that Jada Pinkett Smith was called down to the red table. She called herself. herself down to right. the she red wasn't table. called. She sat, <laughs> she sat, she, her therapist for the evening was Will Smith. Cause you know, when she does a red table, she likes to, I don't want to say play therapist cause I don't want to be disrespectful, but she does a lot of times play therapist. She called her number from somebody else's phone to make sure her shit still worked. <laughs> that was right. Funny. So, okay. So. Let's start from the tippity, man, because she called herself down to the red table so she could talk about what had been going on with her and Aug and, Aug. you know, <laughs> and Aug uh, telling all their business on any song that he had an extra 16 bars to fill up and he went to sit down with Angela Yee for 45 minutes. Like, bro, <laughs> that nigga had three times more to say than y'all two and y'all the ones in mm, the marriage. Mm, mm. He had three times the content. So, okay. Let's start at the tippity top. I thought that it was hilarious and interesting, hilariously interesting, that she called herself down to the red table, first of all, only to just talk to Will. (laughs) So at no point did nobody hold her feet to the fire and be like, yeah, you know, I think you should probably bring your mom here, too, because like when you be grilling niggas, you be grilling niggas with your mom mom Willow. And y'all be basically sitting across from the table like, you need to be a stronger black woman. I just, I don't know what you're doing out here in these streets. And I just felt <laughs> like, I felt like it was a home game. It was some home court advantage to this oh, red table, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's fair to the say. The table even looked dusty. They didn't even uh, clean this motherfucker <laughs> off for this episode. Down. Yeah, that's disgusting. If you zoom in at about like the eight minute, 47 second mark, you can still see strawberry Pop-Tart crumbs on the red table. They did not wipe that table down. That Mm -mm. was not an appropriate table. It wasn't an appropriate table. That was an emergency table. table. That was a a sad table. (laughs) Can you do me a favor here? And and, and again, we don't want to spend too much time on this because it's almost kind of leftovers at this point, but I do want to get talk about some things here. Can you give me your take on what you took away from this red table talk, things that you might have thought was interesting? Absolutely. So, um, one, like you said, it was funny that she called herself down to the table. Um, two, two once Luis sent out the link and I, and I got to it. I had the same uh, reaction you had. I said, 13 minutes. Like, what is, this can't be the whole thing. I was like, this got to be the teaser. Cause boy, it got it to must get be good. Recent in a couple of days. Yeah. And, um, 
I'll just say, you know, when it got to it and she got to talking, I sat there and I watched it with my wife. And as soon as she said an entanglement, I cocked my head to the side and I said, an entanglement? <laughs> and like, that was after the first one. And then she she just kept saying that word. And I said, oh, that's no good. Like, that 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 ain't it. And then, like you say, I not that it was a jig, but you called yourself to the red table and then Will was at the table. So, you know, I, I guess may, maybe I'm the only one that was shocked by that. I don't know if I was ready for Will to be at the table, but seeing him at the table was a shock. But then seeing him at the table looking like he needed mad Visine was a problem for me. So, okay, can, can, let, let's... Let's give the play-by-play on that a little bit. Like, how did you feel about the team? Because I'm seeing the Michael Jordan crying memes. I'm seeing niggas using Will's face as a meme. How? Tell me how you felt about Will's body language and other than just the tears. I mean, how how did that make you feel? Like, what did you take away? Like you say, because we're a week late, let's, you know, I'll kind of leave the jokes out of it. Will's body language let me know he was hurt. There was still some hurt. He was hurt. He's hurt by the situation or he's hurt by having to air the situation out. Some some aspect of the situation, he is hurt by it. I don't necessarily think he's hurt by the details of the story. I feel like, you know, what they said at the table was correct. Um, I feel like, you know, they were, um, and I think that was an important part of it too. I want to, you know, while, while we're on the subject of it, I think um, the main point of that, of the Red Table talk with them two being there was for them to clear up the fact that they were separated and, you know, basically thought that they were done. So it wasn't like Jada was cheating. It wasn't this open relationship shit. People had, right. you He's know, not tried a home to force on like them. We were separated. Yeah. And I think that was really, you know, the, the really important part. And especially when they said, you know, there, there are no secrets between us. I think whatever was going on was very well known. And even, you know, in the end, when Will joked that I'm going to get you back, she was like, nah, I think you kind of got me already. And he was like, nah, I'm still going to get you back. But like, some they more. had that, yeah, they had their thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Like they was doing their own thing. And my interpretation of the situation is that, you know, she, she separated from her husband. Um, you know, she went off with a little boyfriend. Stella got a groove back. And, you know, somewhere in the midst of that relationship, she realized she really wanted to be with her husband. She realized she loved her husband. She told her boyfriend she was going back to her husband. And, <laughs> and just like she say, he cut off all communication because he was salty. You know what I'm saying? So now at this point, he's gone through, you know, because I went back after our episode even, and I watched his little five-part documentary just to learn a little bit more about what the fuck. Right, because I feel like it's a little, it gives you a little bit more revelation out of the app. For Smith's sh- time, right? For sure. It gives you a little more revelation into who he is. And like I told my, I know people from New Orleans, so no disrespect, you know, to anybody from New Orleans, but like they're very emotional and connected people. You know what I'm saying? So some of the shit that he's gone through, not to say that he ain't strong enough, but like it's just one thing after another so i can understand how he's been beat down but to rewind back to what we were talking about will's body language let me know he was hurt <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Can, like, can i tell you what i took away from his tears yeah, absolutely i feel i felt like his tears came like okay so i do feel like some things were said at that red table that them two had not said to each other yet like these were some really sore and painful yes. conversations yes. that they look each other in the face and they talk and they talk around what happened, but I think this might have been the first time that they really, really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. called this elephant gray. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think like this was said, the first like, time. Or like and I said, because they I knew what was happening, but now yeah. you like they gotta come to the table and be like, okay, and I think that's even where the entanglement word comes from, because she didn't want to say to her husband so here's I was what, in that's a relationship with another nigga. 
That's where I was going. I think the tears more so, I think Will, and this was me, this is how I interpreted it. I felt like Will was more so hurt that after all this is going on, after all of this shit storm, after everything we've been through on top of this shit storm, you still have accountability issues. You have trouble saying, I had a relationship with this man. You want to say, oh, it was an entanglement. I was so glad you we were definitely on really, really good. Know why she kept saying it. Like every time she said some like slippery shit to, 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 to keep from really standing in front of the truth, I think that shit hurt Will every fucking time. Yeah. Every time she tried to call their affair or relationship an entanglement, every time she tried to say, well, we were really, really good friends. Even, oh, bro, I know that was a hot dagger when she said, because they didn't show Will, but I could see Will with my own mind when she said, I just hadn't been happy in just so, so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, no, listen, for our female listeners, I know we probably got like three. (laughs) Probably got, I think, I think the uh, metrics say about three. No, no, now, when I say no nigga want to hear that, I'm not saying like y'all don't have the right to not be happy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but I do feel like for a lot of men, that is a direct blow to not just a pride thing, but it's just like, I know a lot of men take pride in the ability to make their woman happy. And if you say some shit like I haven't been happy in such a long time, even though in your mind as a man, you know, you and your woman have been going through something, but you like to think in the back of your mind, like we beefing, but she still loved me. Right. And I can understand you can still be hurt. You can still be unhappy and still love somebody. But it's something about that. Like I haven't been happy. Nigga, that shit hurt. Nigga, I mean, like I didn't know like, that nigga was know, they, hurt. They, they, they tried to clean it up a lot with the, you know, this this is so long ago, and you know, I de- and I, and like you say, I think that's a part of the hurt too, because like we'll say, they dealt with it, you know, a long time ago, and I don't that don't necessarily mean they talked about you know everything that was going on, and you know, like he said in the thing, like it's kind of gotten out of hand now to the point where they have to say something. Um, right, you know, on top, like and, I say, because people have been trying to force that open relationship shit on them for so long, and this kind of looked this, this look huh. like this looked like the proof we needed. Like, uh, this nigga's over here, and you know, on, on I haven't paid too much attention on the backside of it, but uh, I think I think I'm aware enough to know August Alcina uh, tweeted out his victory tweet, uh, his like told y'all niggas. You know, basically, like I wasn't lying. <laughs> so how, how you how you feel about that? Because I'm seeing there are some niggas. I don't even want to get into it, but like niggas like Boosie that's applauding, applauding, and basically saying like, "Oh man, we all wanted Jaden when we was coming up." Man, I applaud that young man. Do your thing. Like, how do you feel? And again, we do want to go back and make sure we thoroughly acknowledge that they were separated. Right. We get right. that. We get that. But there's only but so much separation that can come from a lifelong partnership and somebody that you have children with like that separate the the clear separation can happen but it takes a lot of time like you can't just be like all oh, me and her has been beefing all year and then now you can just slide in because we separated cuz nah fam like i mean i mean i mean you know and kind of and kind of something that i had written down to talk about that i seen you know somebody kind of revolt reverse the roles with those two and put will in the same situation so imagine if Will pulls up with a just, I don't know, that, that was 2009, but let's say it was the same time frame. You know what I'm saying? Even though I think there's 14 or 15, but like, let's keep the time frame the same. Fuck it. Say Will Smith pulls up with Rihanna 
you know what I'm saying, during this whole debacle. And now, four or five years later, Rihanna's making an album about her relationship with Will Smith. Yeah. And, you know... That's interesting. I haven't thought of it that way. Well, because people people have reversed the roles and saying, you know, with August being so open about, you know, being being addicted to pills or whatever the case may be and going through the hell shit that he's gone through that he was vulnerable at the time and, and Jada was wrong and... Why basically if it was Will, Will would be out here getting demonized for taking advantage of some oh, young yeah. girl. And it does and I haven't heard that conversation outside about, you know, how Jada, you wrong as shit. Besides my wife. My wife said I'm always like, she wrong as shit. For I've been hearing some nigga. people I've been yeah. hearing some people burying Jada though. That's like not only just for her like taking advantage. Cause she just kept like she kept zeroing in on the fact that like when he came to us, he was broken. We just really wanted to help him. This whole relationship shit after that's, that's what made it so weird that they, you know, when he came around, y'all was still we apparently. That's what it seems like. Because mm-hmm. like y'all he was came into together. our home. Yeah, yeah, like and I think that's why she kept using this entanglement word, because she got entangled up in some bullshit while he was in their house. Because even she and I like I said, I, I knew it was gonna be a thing. Like she was like you know, I was in an entanglement and then we got into a different type of entanglement. Like, girl, if you don't just say you was fucking this nigga, because and, and I, everybody knows. I don't even think she like eyeballed August Alcina and said, me and my husband are separated and I want a relationship with him. I think that it was under the guise of, okay, he's around. We actually really want to help this young dude. He's right. a talent. Right. And we the Smiths and black power and black love. Let's do it. We got all the house in the world to help this young man out that's trying to take care of his family. And then that, I think that rolled into a relationship. And I think at some point from the vibes I get, we'll try to, I feel like we'll try to warn her about it. Like, I see what's going on with y'all. Right, y'all right, niggas right. giggle a lot in the kitchen early in the morning. And that, that's I'm a, that's a part, that cool. like I say, that's a part of the tears too. You know, the fact that it got to come outside now and he like, I told you, I did, you know, I told you that nigga wasn't going to cut it. I told you he was going to get us caught up out here. Like, let's be honest. I think me and you both believe that Will got his side pieces. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Will got that, his side that, pieces. That interview let me know that. For that interview sure. let me know that he was we, not in it. I feel like we already thought it, but now we got yeah. confirmation that Will got we'll at just, least a side piece. We'll just never know but, who it is, and I feel like that's a part of his frustration because he's like, man, I keep my shit so tight over here. Yeah. Like, keep your shit together. And like, like, Now watch me build and imagine real quick, though. <laughs> I feel like before this shit storm started with August opening his mouth and running his mouth, I feel like around the house, Will might have been getting shit because... Will might have had maybe his little girlfriend at one of the cookouts one time and it was a whole family thing. And Jada probably made Will feel like shit for doing that. And then maybe the kids might have been side-eyeing Will. And then now, boom, over top of what the family might have thought Will fucked up on. Now look what you just did. You know what I'm saying? And I bet you Will probably have been struggling with that for a while. Like, damn, you made me really feel shitty for bringing my little chick around to the barbecue and the kids was looking at me crazy and the family was looking at me crazy. It didn't get out of in-house, but y'all was looking at me crazy. Right. And then now look at this shit storm that you won't even confess to. Confess to, right. I'd be I'd be interested to know, like you alluded to last week, I'd be interested to know what uh, Jaden and Willow have to say about this. And I'm sure they're probably under lo- I'm sure they're under lock and key about this shit, bro. But they are the like, they got all the information that everybody is looking for. Facts, money. I want to hear what Cyrus can't to tell say, me. Bro. And to go and to go back and answer your question, I'm not mad at August for getting him a piece of Jada Pinkett Smith at all. 
I'm mad at him for being too goddamn emotional for what he was getting himself into. Because he should have known. You know what I'm saying? Even even if he thought, like, nigga, not that you might be the side piece forever, bro, but, like, that's the the Smith family, fam. Like, she may come to you and say, hey, I'm never, like, publicly, legally leaving my husband. Like, and we can be together, but, like. So let's hit on this real quick. Let's speak for all black men everywhere real quick. And I know that's a difficult thing to do, but <laughs> fuck it, that's what sometimes. we do sometimes. That's why we're here. Do we think it's weird of August Alsina to be so attached to someone he already knew he was being a side piece for? Like, yes. Do we think, yes. even though you might have had feelings for that girl, woman, I'm sorry, even though you might have had feelings for that woman and really been thoroughly entangled mm-hmm. with that woman, you knew that that's Jada from Will and Jada. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So do we as black men in the hip hop community as a whole, look at August Alcina weird for getting too caught up in his, what should have been a vacation situation? I was, I was about to say for me personally, but you said we got to speak for all black men. So I'm going to speak for all black men. Yes. I look at him, we look at him weird <laughs> for getting too caught up in that situation. Because like I say, she could have came to you and publicly, you know, said, I'm never publicly leaving my husband or, you know, not that we got to be a secret, but this shit got to be low. You know what I'm saying? In order to make all of this work. And even knowing what we know about the Smith family and how, you know, him and his first baby mom and the son and all of them go on vacation together. Like, how mad is this nigga going to be? You know what I'm saying? When, when, when we'll call up and be like, hey, the family's going on the yacht for the weekend. Aug, are you right. going? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, mind, and he seemed and he seemed like the type of nigga that would have an attitude about some shit like that for real, for real, because I wanna be well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's super weird because it's like, okay, so let, let's play in August Alcina's mind and, for just a And on top of that, before you before you say that, because I was gonna say that on the end of this, we blame women for the same shit. There you yeah. Yeah, they I think that's fair. It's fair. That's like, one of the things okay. that there's not a double standard in. Like, fam, you knew what right. you were getting yourself into. You knew what this yeah, was. This mu- yes, y'all all wrong. However, you knew the possibilities of the outcome. Like, you was already playing number two. Like, everybody knew which pieces they pulled out the Monopoly box. Like, you knew. You knew you wasn't Battleship this time. You already knew you was the <laughs> You knew, <laughs> you, knew <laughs> you were the boot. Play. Right. You knew you was the boot. So, Let's play the August Alcina mind trick game just for, real quick and we'll get the fuck off the subject. Sure. Already too long. I understand August Alcina might be mentally ill and I give him that and that's fine. But even in your mentally, slightly mentally ill mind, what did you think was the best case scenario coming out of this? Like, say Jada right. did leave Will permanently what you gonna and do? y'all started a real relationship. A real relationship. You feeling them shoes? And even let's even say Jada and Will came public and said we're no longer together anymore. There are still going to be, to an extent, Will and Jada, if nothing else, when they deal with their kids. That's what I'm saying. What you gonna do? What do you think? Do you think you're about to take her to the fifth ward to get an apartment to live with you? Like, what do you? This is a whole ninety day fiance scenario. Like you are. At least 20 years younger than Jada, right? Uh, yeah, at, least at 15 at minimum. You know what I'm saying? So what and just doing? like I say, what you going to do when Will send a helicopter for y'all to come to the Smith Island? Like, are you not going to go, my G? Like, I, I, I don't understand it. And like I say, it's the, it's the same shit that we look at. We look at women for being wrong. Like, I've heard women say that shit. Like, yeah, y'all all wrong. But like, bitch, you really knew. Like, I've seen, <laughs> yeah. I've seen bitches give me up for shit like that. 
Yeah, like snap out of it. And, like you need to be more in tune. Last thing I'll say on this, because I thought it was funny, because of course the memes are flying around. So of course they had a picture of Will, <laughs> had a picture of Will sitting at the red table with the with the crying face on. It said, "What's next month, Will?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but you know what? I will say, and uh, to take away from this though is, um. And I don't want to get too deep because we definitely need to leave this subject. We spent too much time on it already, but they made it deeper. We didn't do this. Yeah. As a Will Smith fan and somebody's come on here, admittedly, like Will is one of my heroes. That's my guy watching him do this. And like, I hate to sound like, you know, uh, a T program, like this TMZ, the podcast, but like watching that nigga, like really be strong through that when he was very clearly for sure as a married man, like, that's a whole nother. I know, we, I know we can, a lot of yeah, we can dip that for sure right now. I know niggas is getting a jokes off, mm-hmm. and the, the jokes are funny. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Y'all just got to understand that we're a weekend now, and we've all had our laugh. But now it's time to reflect seriously. And mm-hmm. me and my wife, like y'all did, we sat down and had like we didn't even get home yet, and we was already having a deep conversation. Like, damn, like more people need to see that. For real, for real, this is really what marriage is. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I see Instagram I see a lot of that going thing. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even like the memes were saying like, oh, like J. Cole got to take back that I want that Jada and that will love. Now, see, that's where that's I'm going to tell wrong. the young generation right now, any of y'all that's listening to this that's under 30, that's where y'all got it fucked up because that is that Jada and that will love. The fact that like it might have been a meme and niggas might have been laughing when he said like, I can love you through anything. That's what that means. That don't mean that it's okay to go out there and cheat and, and fuck off. Right. And throw your family's business all in the media. That don't mean that's okay. No. But I'm telling y'all, if y'all go sit down with some of y'all's grandparents and great grandparents and motherfuckers that y'all seen be married for 50 plus years, if y'all really get the real stories from y'all's memes and pop pops, they will tell you pop pop and fucking off on meme from the whole time. 76 to 83. And, it, and they yep. work through that shit. And you want to know like, what? I was just about to say one of the things that you learned, just even in finding a relationship that you really want to be in. Cause like I said, I've, I've known my wife for a long time before. And you know, we was in a relationship before we got married and shit, but, um, and we were dating, you know, before then, probably when we shouldn't have been, but we was, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even in that, it's one of those things that you learn, um, you know, uh, if it's yours, it's going to be yours. And you can, you know, if you got to let it go, it, it it definitely will come back to you. Like sometimes you got to be willing to wait for some, it. Some, come on now. Come, Is that see, where we go? Do you see how much you just touched my soul Thanks when you said it. that? That knows you. That's how you know I'm getting the A plus on my paper. That's my how you nigga, know I'm see, getting that. That's how you right know now. I'm getting an A plus let's on my motherfucking right paper. I'm okay, willing so to wait I'm, for it. Death I'm doesn't so discriminate excited. between the sinners and the saints. It just takes and it takes and it takes. Okay. Okay. Let, can, can you do me the honors and you roll us into this topic? Because oh, I'm just so excited. I'm, I'm jittery and I can't even talk right now. Goodness. Okay. So last week on this podcast, um, I really had an assignment that we were supposed to talk about then, but I, I slipped on that. So we didn't get a chance to, but I was supposed to watch Hamilton last week. I didn't get a chance to. Told y'all at the end of last week, I was definitely going to watch Hamilton and come back here and talk about Hamilton. And at this moment, I'm not willing to wait for it. We got to talk about it right now. Let's talk about um, it right now. You know, I, I, I sat down. I, I had to prep my wife 
for about an entire week. Like, hey, we got to sit down. We got to watch this Hamilton. Like I said, I know she was like me. Didn't know much about what was going on with the play. I really just shared with her what me and you talked about last week and kind of, you know, gave her what I knew about it. Let me it. ask you this. Was it, was it tough to get her to watch it? Because I know no. musicals are tough sales for some <clears throat> I don't think it was a tough Like I say, she didn't know much. And like she's, like I say, she's just like probably the level of theater as me. Like she'll, she'll enjoy it if she can get into it. But if she can't get right. into it's it. Dope, it's dope. Yeah, if it's dope, it's dope. If it ain't, it ain't. So, um, you know, I t- told her what you had told me, like when, and it's so weird, like knowing that I went in with the, with the notion, like, all right, this is 98% music. Let me put my ears on. Let me put my, let me put, let me put my, but it, ga- it gave me like anxiety a little bit. Like I was like, oh, whew, all right, I gotta be ready. To, I gotta be ready to watch the play. And it, it opened up and boy, oh boy. Um, we we made it all the way through. I, I ain't even going for. I did. I did. Um, take your advice. I we watched first act. Hit the smoke lounge. Um, you know what I'm saying. Went back to watch this. It was that good. We like were immediately going. Hey, we could do this tomorrow, but you know what? Right back Let's in the theater. We're going right back in the fucking theater to watch okay. the show. I had taken an edible and smoked a lot of weed, so that shit took over. Uh, probably 45 <laughs> minutes. You know, probably about 20, 30 minutes into the second half. So I fell off. But I went back the next day to finish That's how part you know you two. That's how I know I was enjoying it. And what really made like this, and this is this is the thing. I've only watched it a complete time through one time. So what gets you on the first time are the songs for sure. Yeah. Fam, I have they're bop. I let me, you even got the lyrics, they're bop. Let me let me uh <laughs> let me read off a few of the songs from the Hamilton track here, okay. from from the play, from the track, whatever you want to call it, that are just phenomenal. Fam. These songs are phenomenal. So we have, first of all, I don't even want to mention the songs first. There's a line. I don't even know what song it's. I don't even know if it's in a song or if it prefaces a song, but you talked about my man's bars in this song. And there's so, there's so many bars throughout the songs, but like, I don't know if this one is in a play. My nigga said, I think about death so much. Sometimes it feels like a memory. Nigga, I fell off the couch. Bro. I fell. Lin-Manuel oh. is, that nigga got bars. Bro. Dog, I fell off the couch. I was like, yo, this is, dis- <laughs> this is nasty. But to back, some of the songs here that were a highlight for me are okay. Helpless, but not only Helpless, Helpless into Satisfied. Satisfied is, is such- top three easily. Fam. Helpless into satisfied is what really does it for me. Satisfied alone is fire, but helpless mm-hmm. into satisfied, for sure. fire. Wait for it, for sure. as we alluded to. That's my shit. I fell in that's love. Number one. I fell in love that's with Aaron Burr, the character, and the nigga who played it throughout the play. I didn't. You, I didn't dig him at the at the beginning of the play. I'm like, who the fuck is this little nigga, man? He, get he on won you play. over, didn't he? He won me over in the end of the bro, goddamn play. By the time play, you get to the song, wait for it. You like. This Fam, not what, the what's my nigga did the little Maraca cha cha move what? on this shit, bro? I was I was sold, nigga. And this is how and this is one of those things. Is the, the next day, me and my wife walking around the house talking about some and it takes and it takes and it takes. Like yeah. I was like, that's how you know we are all the way in. So outside of uh, wait for it, that would be enough as fire. Uh, fam, history has its eyes on you. It's probably one of the coldest songs I've ever. It's like uh. Dirty soda in a styrofoam, nigga. Like, shit, shit is crazy out here. Goddamn. Like, even though I kind of gave you the heads up and the preference, like I this did, is ninety eight percent music, but not one song is bad. Hearing that and being like, okay, all right, I hear what my nigga yeah. saying, but 
Is it still like, bro? I just watched three hours of music. I just watched and three hours of music. The whole, the thing. whole fucking shit, right? So the room where it happens is fire. Washington on your side, and then when that bitch sang "Burn," when that bitch said, "You make pyramids out of your paragraph," like fam, there's so many lines, yeah, in this fucking play. And then like to to absorb the story, like, and that's why I say music really is like the key to everything, bro. To absorb the story, like, like it really makes you learn the story. And like you say, it makes you question more of what really happened back at that motherfucker. And like you say, now I got to go back and watch it a second time to really like get, because now I know what's happening now. What's happening yeah. yeah. I know what's happening. I can get back into the story and catch some pieces that I didn't. So now I've even watched some of the, uh, the, the YouTube joints they got out there were like hidden yeah. meaning because I get it now. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I I'm am still catching shit on the fifth watch. Like, yeah. okay, let, let me back up. Yeah. Cause we are, let me, let me just say this. Before, right yeah. Let me just say this before you get to Please. that, fam. I've totally Please. played the soundtrack off of my phone in the last, like, that's how you three know days. Like, that's how you know. It's a, yeah. I, I haven't gone a day since Hamilton, the musical has premiered on Disney plus. I haven't gone a single day without at least listening to wait for it. Fam, like I have to listen bro, to wait for it. Listen, Leslie Odom Jr. That's that boy. The nigga that played Aaron Burr. Yes. Leslie Odom Jr. Yes, fam. Completely bodied that entire production. Because like when you go back to watch it the second and third time after you already have taken it in, you know what you're watching. Your guard is down a little bit more because now you already know it's good, right? Because you're right. watching it with your <laughs> For sure. Time. For sure. Uh, you know what right. I mean? But when you're waiting for something to be bad, time, like nothing's bad here. Nothing's bad here. There was even some songs that I thought was going to be bad when they started. Like Bro. the Skylar song, when the three girls came yes. in in their Disney princess yes. dresses. Bro, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I slouched out of my seat, like, here they go. Here it is. Here's here the one I'm not right. Got your ass. They came in with the three different colored dresses. They were the Migos. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. They were By the, the time they ended that song, game, bro, that's the third best song in the play to me. Like, I I just realized why I like that song so much the other day. I turned to my wife and it just hit me out of nowhere. I was like, oh, babe, I know why I like the Skylar Sisters song. She was like, why? I was like, it's New Jack Swing. Yeah, it's, it's New Jack Swing. Like, they make a little Jack thing over the hip-hop beat. They throw a little rap verse in the middle to keep the energy up. Like, Skylar's sister is New Jack Swing. I was like, yeah, bro. this play is incredible, man. And that's what, like, I, was, I, that's what I was telling my I wife, so too. I'm frustrated when I'm trying to sell it to people and they won't buy. I'm like, you're missing out. Yeah, this is not out. But that's what I was telling her. All the, songs on my list all the songs on my list here are really, like, the, the songs that have a darker tone in them throughout the play. But that's my that's my bot, period. Like, that is completely my vibe. But like like I say, I've had listened to the soundtrack off of my phone. My wife has like looked at me like, yo, you know you gotta, you know you gotta turn that 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 joint on. Like I say, helpless into satisfied is our shit. Like because because like you say, watching the play and watching how helpless goes into satisfied with the on stage rewind, which is fire as shit. That's probably the best play rewind I've ever seen. When you go to watch it again, pay attention. They do the entire choreography backwards, backwards. when they go. I know they do, bro. That's what I like. I didn't. Because I know how genius the movie was at that point, I was like, I know. You already knew what was happening. Without knowing what they did in forward motion, I know they're doing it in reverse. Like, you don't even have to convince me of that shit. But however, on what you was talking about, Leslie Odom Jr., Aaron Burr's character, nigga. Like, I just told my wife yesterday, we were, like I say, I haven't watched it since I watched it the first time, but like, sitting out in the smoke lounge talking to my wife, I was like, the play is really kind of about him too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of mm-hmm. really get that, 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 that juxtaposition between the two of them. And it's, and it's, you know, it makes you have more questions about um, yeah. 
know, Alex the more Bay. times you watch it, the more times you watch it, because we're on, I'm on my sixth at least. I know my wife is at least on seven. Mm-hmm. And the more times you watch it, the more you realize Aaron Burr is not even the antagonist. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like the more you watch it, he's not the bad guy. He's not no, the antagonist. He's not. Him and Alexander Hamilton just had different approaches to the way they wanted to go do things. And then the more you start watching it, you start side eyeing out Hamilton like a little bit. My nigga, you kind of a dick, bro. Like a little bit. Yeah. Right, oh, but like we're running out of time. Bro, and so if there was ever a way to sell this to anybody that's listening to this that hasn't watched Hamilton yet and is hearing us really like geek out and fan out about a fucking musical. Understand this, and I think this will say it all of how dope this really is. All the talking me and Wes just did about this musical, not once have we mentioned either of the cabinet meetings. The cabinet meetings, for those of y'all that haven't seen the play, it's literally hip-hop battle rap in the play. Like, two niggas literally battle each other, and it's probably the dopest part of the thing, right? Because... These niggas is literally like trying to take each other's head off in like what would be like a URL TV battle on stage with a dope beat, dope lines and everything. And we haven't even mentioned it once. We haven't, Why haven't we mentioned it right. once because it's so fire. You can forget about something that, yeah, that it's not even that I forgot about it. I know it happened. But like you say, like it's so fire and it's so different. It makes you chuckle while it's happening. Like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I can't believe he wrote this like this. But on top of that, like fam. When they dropped the Ten Dual Commandments, I instantly said, "Uh-uh." <laughs> I swear to God, I said, no, uh-uh. like, "You're not doing this." I said, "You're not." I, I swear to God, I said, "You're not about to do this." And he did that shit. I said, "Oh, bro, my what's God. so fire too about Lin Manuel is like he put so many hip hop references in that oh, play. Man. A nigga like me and you that are really like we live hip hop, like he does them so well that you be thinking you're tripping. Like I know I ain't just here party up by DMX, did I? <laughs> <laughs> And you be doubting yourself, like, he don't know shit about that, uh, but I'm, he does. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, he does. Like, all of that shit is intentional, bro. That nigga got Mob Deep references, Biggie references, Pac references. All that shit is in there, bro. Like, even out to the littlest shit, like, I was watching it with uh, Dylan, and, like, he's super into it, too. And we was watching it together, and I told him, I was like, I'm going to do, like, we agreed that I'm going to let him know whenever a hip-hop reference comes across on a play so he can catch it, because a lot of them he didn't catch. Uh-huh. All the way down to, like, if you listen to one of the, if you watch one of the songs when they, uh I forget which song it is, but they high-five in the song. And they're like, uh, immigrants, we get the job yeah, done, and they high-five. Yeah, that's a fire part. I had to tell him and my wife, like, that is a reference to Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q when they had the freestyle battles on BET Hip Hop Awards. Remember when Facts. when TDE Facts. had the, the cipher and Yemen? Thank you. Oh, and Kendrick and Schoolboy hit that crispy ass high five in the middle of the verse. Facts. That is a reference to that. Nobody high fives like that. It's a reference to Kendrick and Schoolboy. I'm like, bro, this shit is fire, bro. Facts. You are absolutely wow. right. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. that's why I can't wait to go back for my second watch so I can pick up some of all of that little shit. But even I do, I did know one of the tidbits that I knew was about the 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 chick in the background with the blonde hair, the bitch that kept controlling the bullets, like. Because I thought her, her neck snapped in the beginning of the joint. So I really watched her. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I was like, nah, she's doing something. So I got to watch her. And she did something See, to the entire place. You got a better eye than me. I didn't catch that. Somebody had to uh, oh, hit man. me to that. Yeah, like, she got her neck snapped in like, the first or second scene. And then mm-hmm. she just floated around that motherfucker controlling bullets for the rest of the play. Yeah. So uh, I guess in closing, this is not an ad. We just really love that. Hey, <laughs> y'all can pay me. I will talk about Hamilton every goddamn week. I'll Hamilton watch it and tell y'all something new. 
We can just do a weekly recap of the shit if y'all want. Just cut the check. I I am taking pieces of Hamilton with me for real life. Like, I have a tattoo idea from Hamilton. Like, (laughs) actually, I think I'm adopting a a, a slogan for the end of the show as well. So, (laughs) yeah, and we didn't even get into like uh, 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 Thomas Jefferson's character, Lafayette, bro, body that. Some of his songs is my favorite. Bro, he rapping like 15 words per second type shit, bro. Like, it's just insane. If you haven't watched Hamilton and you're skeptical and you're one of them, I don't like musicals type niggas, listen, you can always turn it off. Like, you can start it. And if you don't like it, you can always turn it off. But I'm telling you, if you start it, you will finish it and you will like it. I'm telling you. Like, it's that good. I'm going to unveil something that I never unveiled on this podcast before. My grandmother... Uh, used to call me Bud, B-U-D, and some of my aunties still doing everything. So that you know, that's that's the nickname for my family. Hamilton is cat catfish and Bud approved. Okay, out this motherfucker. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I don't even know where we go from here because that just super had me excited. I've been wanting to talk to like I've okay. been wanting to talk to anybody that will listen about Hamilton. Let's talk, let's talk about other shit that will stream, and I think I want to. I don't. I really don't know how to start this one either, but I feel like we should talk about it because we talked about it, and we don't have to talk about this long. But I definitely want to give a um, what the fuck over to URL TV um, for several reasons. Um, so one, just out of personal. So for those who don't know, URL uh, Ultimate. Uh, what what the fuck? I don't even what, Ultimate Ultimate Rap League, even though it's battle rap, but whatever. Um, they you know they they have um. They still have their own app, I believe, URL.tv yeah. app, which piss it. Bro, I tried to give them my money twice from two different cards and they never like gave me access to the shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, so that's the first, first reason I give y'all a what the fuck. Um, two, I'm so mad because I feel like nothing worthy had ever came on caffeine, right? Like when I downloaded it, I was like, all right, y'all kind of got me with the jig. Y'all got the boy to promote it. Like mm-hmm. I was interested as to seeing what was going on. And I'm like, all right, URL, like we might be able to catch some shit, bro. And after I wasn't able to really catch nothing, I literally had deleted caffeine off of my phone <laughs> a week prior to know Max dropping. And like, so when you hit me, I was like, shit, let me go ahead and re-download it. I don't even remember what I got right, into. It's for the free. Who cares? I don't, yeah. I don't remember what I got into, but I wasn't able to watch. Um, I didn't, I seen a piece of, um, verb and Geechee. I, I really don't. I think matter of fact, that matter, I think that's what was going on during my Hamilton run. And I just didn't give a shit like, oh, mm. nah, I'm, I'm in this Hamilton. Like, it's <laughs> not around. And like, I wish I had known Daylight and Tay Rock was coming next. Um, be- have you seen it? Did you get a chance to see it? I know we talked about it. Um, I did watch, I did watch Daylight and Tay Rock. Uh, I, I hate to even say that first. Uh, just be, <laughs> I hate to say that first because literally that is all there is positive to talk about. Like, right, right, right. And, and, and it sucks to say that that way. Uh, and trust us, audience. I know a lot of y'all ain't battle rap, battle rap fans, but we're not going to spend a lot of time. But nah. Tay Rock and Daylight was the highlight of the whole show. But I hate saying it that way because it sounds like, well, that's the only thing to watch and I can just skip the whole thing. No, they put forth a classic. Like I'm talking about that was probably one of the battles, best battle rap bouts in the last five years. Like hands down, like they went at it. Daylight was in ski mask, rare daylight form for all three rounds. I think there was a couple rounds where he gave you like 
five to six minutes of material. And for for those of y'all that ain't battle rap fans, that probably don't even sound great. Like, why would you want to listen to a nigga rap for six five minutes straight? straight right. But if you're in a battle rap, then that's really something good to hear. So, uh, but no, that was great. Like, uh, and, and it's unfortunate because like what you caught or slash didn't catch, Geechee Gotti and Aver was actually pretty good. Like, yeah, I caught, I caught, until, I think I caught the third round of that. Yeah, like until uh until. Daylight and Tayrock went on, like they was holding the night down because everything up until that uh battle was trash. Like niggas was stumbling. Like, bro, the one nigga the saga stumbled so much in his battle that I had to look over at my computer to make sure my internet wasn't going out. Like, why do battle rappers do that shit? Like when you're messing up your bars, like the nigga kept going, I said I come through with the I said oh, I come no. through with the I said I come through with. I come they trying. They trying to get I that. I said up. I come rhythm. through with it. Like, bro, you don't got it. That rhythm back. Yeah, like I, I never understood that because like just saying the same part you got stuck on over and over again ain't gonna make it come back. Like nah, you need not. to either start it again from the top or let it go. Like saying the last bar again ain't gonna make the next bar just come back. That's not how it works. So it's annoying as fuck. But all of this shit had been a disaster to that point. And yeah, I, I, I don't know if you brought it up to talk about this, but the even the main event was terrible with I Tsunami Surf versus uh beloved loaded, loaded Lux. Lux. Like that beloved. shit was laughable. Like, I heard it. I heard it was out cool. there and Joe yeah, really, and Joe, and Joe told around. him, and that was funny to me. <laughs> Joe was like, "Yo, that was boo boo." Like, yeah, and you know, Joe folks was yeah. He yeah, like Joe folks, he was yeah. He was just on the pod like. He was like, I don't know if you're gonna be able to fuck with daylight when he come out. And I heard a few of them uh second round bars from that boy, and that that, that nigga said, "Cock shoddy, rock body is statue." <laughs> oh my god, damn, that's yeah. a like. I literally heard when he played that part, and I paused and tried to look for it. Like I need, I still need to find it. I would like to watch the entire thing because so I heard. Let me ask you awesome. this. Let me ask you this in our one opportunity to talk about battle rap, because I'm sure we'll probably never be back here again on another show. Uh, like when it comes to battle rap, right? Like what are, what are you looking for when you personally tune into battle rap or what do you look for in your favorite professional battle rappers? Like, are you looking for like technical bars, like a rum nitty or a loaded lux or something like that? Like something like nigga is going to hit you three days later on your fourth watch. Or are you looking for clean delivery? You know, make the room laugh. Something that you can digest right there on the spot. Like I get, I guess, I guess I'm looking for a mixture because the 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 battle rappers that I do really like a lot. I do like. I don't. I, I'm not that deep in the battle rap to really know the different luxes. Um, but the 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 lux that showed up in the in the Chinese suit to battle uh, <laughs> the Bruce Leroy joint. Yeah, and the Bruce. Who did he battle in that joint? I forget who the he hollow had, was. That the hollow battle. Nah, he came to Hollow with the Black Panther joint. Look at this. Uh, yeah, but that, but see, Black <laughs> Look at Panther. Your criteria. Yeah, Black Panther Hollow is hard. I like the, I like the, the, uh, the, the, the Chinese suit Hollow or the, the, the Chinese suit loaded. I want to say that was against Arsenal. It, it might have been. It, it, it may have been, but I, I like that. I like that looks. Uh, I'm a fan of K Shine. Um, like I like I, I, I like how K Shine raps. Um, I think K Shine is like the perfect mix of bars. And performance, like yeah, he yeah, got he crazy really, bars, but you will get them the first oh, time. Oh yeah, he yeah, Almost absolutely. Right. He gonna let you know right then and there. Um, I actually do like non gimmick daylight a whole lot because that nigga that nigga be rapping rapping, and uh, I think my favorite battle rapper, and he doesn't battle anymore, and I don't know why, and I've been trying to figure out why was B Magic though. 
I really liked B Magic's flow and delivery. Reese, the homie Reese fuck with B Magic heavy, and I don't understand it. He got a smooth flow, but he just man, he was too lazy with it. Like if he would, he didn't, he didn't evolve, he didn't move with how battle rap was moving, and he kind of got left behind in that. And kept being cool when like nine niggas are starting to hear. You need to turn up on these niggas and let them understand. Like, because if he would have put some bounce in his shit and really got the moving around on some uh, twerk shit. Yeah. See, I'm I'm with you. Like I like a, a, a even balance of the bars and the performance. Mm-hmm. But I think if you put a gun to my head and you make me choose, I said a gun to my head referring to battle. All them niggas do is put fake guns. That's all they do. Let me not I, let me not leave out Tay I, like I do like Tay Rock. If you put a gun to my head and make me choose between lyricism bars and performance, I'm gonna go performance. If I have to choose, like if you're telling me like, listen, you're only going to get performance or bars this time. I'm like, well, give me the performance. Cause like yeah. in our house over here, we're goods fans. Like we fuck with half of like goods too, but he's bars. He, he got bars, but he's like swag performance. Yeah. Like a lot of times the crowd be trying to get him in that goddamn cup. Get on my goddamn nerves. Put that yeah, down goods. Right, I fuck with Goods because like he 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 never gonna give you a bad performance. He's no. never gonna fuck up his bars. He's no. gonna always be. He's a showman, you know what I mean? And he's funny as shit, you know what I'm saying? So I like, I I like, like to see him I fun. Like too. Let me put Goods on my list. It's you know, I like, uh, I'm trying to think who don't I like? I'm really not a fan of Arsenal. I'm not. I thought I was, and the more like the more I got into his like resume, I'm like I don't like none of this. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Arsenal. I'm not a really a fan of Averb. I've seen him do extremely well. I hate Aver. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen him do what better I was watching, but he he literally ate a nigga alive. It was it was bad to watch. I don't know why he think he raps so good. He don't rap that good to me. Now I will say that he beat Geechee Gotti and I like Geechee Gotti, but I had him two one against Geechee in that in that uh I get you know, yeah. I get it. Damn it who I oh, you know who I thought I liked and I who I, and I don't like? Who? Conceded. You thought you like conceited, but oh, you actually like don't. Conceded. Did you go back and watch old battles and be like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, turn them on and be like, oh no, how did y'all let this nigga yeah. in? He was like a nerd that got tattoos and showed up at the yeah. gym and y'all let him in. Yeah, conceited is kind of, his shit don't age well. I'm hearing that he might be coming back. What, to wildin' out? Well, let's just go ahead and talk about it now since we're moving on topics. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about it now. Get the fuck out of battle rap right, while we're yeah, uh, out of battle rap. <laughs> let's drop this Nick Cannon news because this is the one story that, that we, we have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this before Joe. Y'all get this right from us. On around this motherfucker. <laughs> get it. Listen, y'all gonna get this news from Dick and Butter, nigga. Fuck them other shows. So, okay. So I got the news initially from my wife. She had texted me uh, a link, you know, that explained the situation saying that Nick Cannon had been fired from Viacom for making some uh, anti-Semitic remarks on, they keep saying his podcast, but wasn't it on the nigga from Public Enemies podcast? I thought he said, I thought Nick said his podcast as well too, so. I saw a clip though, and he was sitting talking to the homie from, uh, Public enemy, but that's neither here nor there. On a podcast, <laughs> on a podcast, they were saying he said some anti-Semitic things. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know what that means, that's like anti, anti-Jewish things. You know what I mean? Like, uh, basically saying things in hate of the Jewish community. Okay. Okay. So when, when they said anti-Semitic, my ears perked up and I was like, well, I wonder what he said. Right. 
And I watched the clip, and it, within it. the clip, it gave us a little sound bite of what Nick Cannon said. Now, for me, I'm just not that kind of nigga. I can't just take what this article is saying about Nick or anybody for that matter and just roll. I immediately started looking for a bigger clip for some context of what Nick was saying. And what I gathered from what Nick was saying, I don't know if you're going to edit anything here. You don't have to. But what I gathered from what Nick was saying was the nigga was he, he Nick Cannon is on his. I don't know how to put he's on his super pro black shit. And when I say super pro black shit, I'm talking like hidden colors, DVD, volume six type shit. Like I got a cousin that's super into that kind of shit. Like, you know, he will pull me to the side at cookouts and be like, Hey man, you know, white people is lizards and they used to live in caves and that's why their skin is white. Like this ain't nothing new in the black community. Like everybody got a homie that is a instantly made me think about my homie. that was like that, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Like every in the black community, we all got homies that are white people are lizards and, Black people are descendants of God and we're supposed to just be training them as pets. And then you kind of just roll your eyes like, all right, bro, stay black. And then you just go ahead and hit the ribs. Like, I don't get mad at people that feel that way or that's what they believe. It ain't how I necessarily rock, but I ain't trying to go out there and like slap around any nigga that thinks that though either. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But what I found interesting in all of that was, I didn't see, and you know, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, or I didn't hear where he spoke about Jewish people specifically. I do, I did hear where he was talking about, you know, pe- people, uh, non melanin people. Let's put it that way. People right, right, right. Of pigment, right. uh, Caucasian. Caucasian. Thank you. Caucasians. Uh, he was saying Caucasians are, you know, a lesser species and all of that. Now, well, not, well, not even not the, the, the clip that I saw, he was kind of giving out some of the science as far as, you know, everybody coming from one place and how the sun, you know, kind of controls the melanin in y'all's body and, you know, genetics. And, you know, he kind of went through that whole lineage of, you know, y'all went here, we went there, y'all lost melanin, we gained it. And it's kind of just where history has brought us to now. But he definitely went on. Uh, I, I, I didn't particularly hear that, but I want to, you know, Draw that piece. Yeah, thank you. No, yeah, yeah. thank you. Because you you heard I was like trying to be right, but I was losing yeah, yeah, some of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I in saying that, I thought it was interesting that Viacom let him go so abruptly. It was quick as shit, wasn't it? It was quick. Like they they dropped him super abruptly, and then Nick in a, a long statement that he made kind of got on some like Viacom, y'all going to be on the wrong side of history with this thing. Y'all are jumping to get rid of a strong black man and a leader because y'all don't want to listen to the whole message. And even Nick was saying like, I tried to get some of my coworkers that I've been working with for 20 plus years on the phone and explain to them where I was coming from, apologize if I offended anybody and nobody wanted to take my calls. They just wanted to jump to get me out of here. And now, what I thought was interesting about that, first, let me just go ahead and say my stance on all of this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not of the lizard belief. I don't subscribe to that. People that do subscribe to that, I'm not beefing with them. It's just not how I get down. But if you're like, I feel like Nick Cannon and anybody else that subscribes to that, they be knowing what they saying when they talking. Like, if you ever talk to them, like, they'll lower their voice. They're like, it's inflammatory. Hey, 
Yeah, yeah, they know. Like, they know the weight of what they're saying when they talk like that. Even when Nick was saying it on the podcast in that moment, before he said any of that shit, he was like, now look, man, I'm trying to be careful, and I know how this sounds. And he was, like, prefacing everything he was saying, like, I know this about to be crazy, and I really kind of want to check the numbers on who all listens to yeah, this right, podcast. Right, 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 but I'm about to let this thing fly. Yeah, like, you could tell Nick was like, I want to say what I believe, but I understand how, like you said, how inflammatory it might be. So in saying that, I say that to say, like, I think he knows the danger of the words that were coming out of his mouth. And I think he stands on what he believes and what he said. So I don't think it's a poor Nick situation by any means. I don't think Nick is a victim here because I think Nick was very clear and I think he understood fully what he was saying in that moment. And I think he understood the problems that could come from what he was saying. Like, again, if I'm right and he was on the Public <laughs> Enemy podcast, he was saying, hey, fam, that's what I was about to say. I swear to God, I was just about to say, you might be right now. I think he felt like he was in the right place to let that fly. And yeah, like, I, I can't say this on the mass clear between commercial breaks. But yeah, I can but say it right over here on Chuck D Radio, we can let this motherfucker go, go. Yeah, and and I I don't got no beef with that. Like, after mulling over for a while, because my wife wanted to know how I felt about it as she stinted, and, you know, I'm not the type to just let shit fly. I don't think anybody should just let shit fly until they really have a thought-out opinion on some shit. Mm -hmm. So I kind of gave her the text, and then I was like, well, I need to hold this for a few days and really figure out how I feel about it, and then maybe I'll just pot about it and she can hear it on here. But I feel like... Nick shouldn't back off what he said if that's what he truly believes. And he should be ready to accept the consequences that come with stating how he believes. Now, I do believe that this is a free country and there's freedom of speech. But I've also said on several occasions outside of the Nick Cannon situation that just because you have freedom of speech doesn't give you immunity to the repercussions for your freedom of speech. So you can say whatever the fuck you want, but you just got to understand that Viacom might pull the rug from up under you if you say whatever you want. So I say that to say, while and out is over, those reruns <laughs> will not be there to comfort you at 2 a.m. when you're drunk. I, I, I haven't checked the validity on the statements, but, you know, I, I guess people are, uh, you know, sending out the bad signal for Diddy to let, let him come over there to revolt, which might be a good look. You know, it might it might bring a lot of traffic Revolta, over there. Maybe. But I don't I don't think Revolt is hot enough to get new subscribers to like Wild and Out is basically the Simpsons at this point. Like it's a comfort watch. Like you know it's always gonna be there for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't rushing to it, but it's always gonna be a four hour block of Wild and Out to watch when they show so on. And then even on top of the um see that and that's why I said we we might not have enough time to do that, but like what the fuck is Viacom stance on the on the president of the United States? Like good question. Like, you know, because like you say, it was so abrupt that y'all went and y'all fired Nick. Like, you know, how how, how quick have y'all been to denounce support for anybody else on y'all's network? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, I think there's certainly some bullshit involved. What I did like, though, I don't know if you heard this part, but what I did like was that Fox doubled down. <laughs> like, Fox doubled down. They, Fox didn't fire him. Fox was like, oh, yeah, we're going to re-up your contract. Oh, we that, nigga. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. That, oh, if, you, if they don't want you, we do. And like you say, I've I've seen I've seen some of my homies who are you know well well in tune with shit like that post, and I guess you know maybe he has ret- not not necessarily retracted some statements, but you know I guess whatever he said, um, 
not that, you know, I think some people were on the, the, you know, white people are lizards train, but I think now he's, you know, come out today or yesterday or whenever the fuck it was, you know, talking about that he's gotten with some of the, you know, Jewish leaders across the country and, you yeah. know, they've educated him on what's going on and he's spoken to rabbis and things like this across the country. So people feel like he's retracting from that. And I don't feel like it's retracting particularly, you know, just me and you having a conversation right now. I feel like yeah. it's, I feel like it's doing what we want other people to do for us. It's educating yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. First, judging a motherfucker, go ahead and educate yourself. Learn the something. Way he was talking, the way he was I, talking, it sounded like that was already in motion. Like, bro, I was already doing this. Right. And I, and I think that's what it was. You know, he, he said what he said as if he was already knowledgeable and then he got the knowledge from people. And now he's realizing, you know, what you said was wrong. So it's not, not only to it's, it's, it's really being responsible. It's the same shit that we talked about here a couple of weeks ago when you when you loud and wrong out in public but you want to apologize in private it's like well no i was wrong on this platform that now everybody has heard let me go ahead and make my stance appropriate like i i don't hate jews because of, come on now you know the industry that he work in is full of the motherfuckers there's no way you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, Nick Cannon has made his millions upon millions on being likable by he all said, races. He said that in his one post he was like to my jewish friends old and new because he has them and he knows it very well. And of course he like, and, and that's another thing as niggas, like we're not, we, we talked about it. We're not the type of people that we want to enslave white people. I, I need them to get over that fear. Like we don't want to do that to you. I promise. Let, let, let me do, let, let me do your move though, real quick. And let's flip the car. Like you did with the Will and Jada thing. Let's flip the car. If say, uh, what's the nigga name? Is Ryan it Louis C.K.? It was a Louis C.K. or Louis one C. of them white comedians. Yeah. If if one of them white comedians was, came out there and was like, "Hey man," I was about to be like, "Why are we uh, talking about I comedians?" All, I forgot. Nigga. I got all kinds of black. I got all kinds of black comedian friends, and they know I'm okay. Like, would that ride? You know what I'm saying? Like, does it? What I'm asking is, does it sound to the Jewish community how it would sound to us if somebody under the heat of saying some anti-black people shit? in their defense was starting to say, Hey man, I got all kinds of black friends. Come on, baby. Dave Chappelle know me dog. Like no, we would be like, man, get your nasty ass out of I here. Don't, I, and see that's, but see, it goes back. We could take it into a whole deeper conversation if we want to. The, the Jewish people know their history. So they're proud to call themselves Jewish because you know, that's a, that's a place that, you know, they come from Israel or, you know, wherever the hell I don't want to be disrespectful, but I'm partially ignorant, but you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they have a history to be able to go and educate people properly. Like, no, this is what happened. Whereas I can't go to you and be like, Hey brother, I'm from the village in Nigeria. And let me explain to you why I said what I said, or, you know, it, 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 I guess it's just the difference, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But it probably does sound the same to them for real, for real. Like you got black friends. So we don't give a shit. Like you're wrong. Motherfucker. Cause you know that, that having black friends don't make it right to say nigga. Don't make it right. Yeah. Don't give like, and like I've told, like I've told every one of my white friends, don't never believe no nigga that tells you there's such thing as a nigga pass. A nigga pass. It don't there exist. ain't. There ain't. Like you can have some black friends that don't mind you saying nigga, but it's but only is. them trust you. Don't believe them if they ever tell you any different. Yeah, you can go around that. any other niggas and they might be ready to correct you. Nigga pass knuckles. Yeah, there's no such thing as a nigga pass. No such thing as a ghetto pass. Don't believe none. Don't believe no nigga white folks if they ever tell you that. It is yeah, not true. That don't exist. You can't. There's nobody that can give them out. There's not an agency. Nobody has the authority. Because look, I could be okay. I could be okay with Dylan saying nigga, right? Hypothetically. Right. If I was okay with my white friend Dylan saying nigga, and y'all have all heard and met Dylan, and he's cool as shit. He's an ally. 
Say I told Dylan, like, hey, man, go ahead and say nigga, bro, all you want. Don't offend me, baby. I would love to joke with you in that way. And then say we was at the cookout and I invited him over my crib to the cookout. Oh, the and he hit me with my nigga cat. I knew you was going to get me an extra plate. That, that. Exactly. Y'all can hear the barbecue silence already. And I might have told him it was cool. I could even go to my family like, hey, y'all, he cool. They're going to tear me up and him up. What? There's no pass. There's no such thing. I don't know why we got on that, but I think it's important <laughs> to make sure it's said. We, hey, we got some other hot news to break, too. Oh, shit. So, see, we almost got fucked last week on, like, missing the Red Table talk, hot we and did. fresh. But they, they but we did do it like some other hot and fresh <laughs> shit that we have to talk about. Bro. I hit it. Did you catch the news story of uh, Meg the Stallion getting shot in the foot? I literally have Who Shot Meg written down on my paper. Fam, who shot Meg? <laughs> who shot Meg, my guy? Like, Tor- so, I literally have who shot Meg is Tori a suspect written down okay. on my motherfucking okay. paper. So, so let's, okay, because you're right where I'm at with it. Let's walk them through the, or at least what we know right now of the story. Okay, so, so timeline. For, it's like 40, it's like uh, first 48. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I had even seen, I don't know if it came up on my YouTube or something earlier in that day that Tory Lanez was having a pool party and he was like on Instagram showing clips of him, Kylie Jenner, Meg Thee Stallion, and a bunch of people having fun at his pool party. And I was like, first of all, before anything had even happened or anything had even come out, I was like, well, that's weird. Not even the Meg Thee Stallion thing, but I was like, Kylie Jenner? Kylie Jenner, facts. Why is G there? I was like, did Travis Scott say it was okay for you to go to that pool I'm like, party? hey, fam, I swear to God, I seen her on the live, and I was like, does Travis know you're at Tory's house? Man, what's going on with Tory Lanez and Kylie Jenner, man? Because don't he got a song called what Kylie Jenner? Him, him and Meg. Shit, him and Meg. Don't he got a song called Kylie Jenner Music West? I think. Ain't he been riding around pretty crazy with Meg lately? He's been riding around a lot with Meg. Him and, and Meg been together during the quarantine. Okay, hypothetically speaking. Is Tori hitting both of them? I think there's a together. I think there's a high probability Tori has smacked both of them. Cause they they be hanging out with Tori. Like this is this is multiple times I've seen this at this point. Like Tori might we're Tory Lane's fans. For sure. Okay. Let's get that out and open right yeah. now. We are yeah. Tory Lane's fans. So if that is the case. Hey, man, do your thing, fam. But this had to have been a wild-ass pool party because apparently later on in that evening after the pool party, I guess it wrapped up. I guess. Uh, but I then, guess. Yeah, like some footage has surfaced today uh-huh. of a black SUV being pulled over by the police out there in L.A., in the L.A. area. And Tory Lanez was, you know, you can look at the footage right now if y'all want to, but like Tory Lanez is like, screamed at with pistols drawn on him to get out the truck, hands in the air. He got on like swimming pool attire. Like he had on like basketball shorts, no shoes. I don't know where the fuck they was going, fam. But Meg gets out the back seat and she got, uh, uh, she's clearly got a wound in her foot because she's hobble walking and every step she takes, you can see bloody footprints being left. Mm-hmm. The police is still screaming at Meg, get the fuck on the ground, put your hands in the air, lay on your stomach, palms up. They're, they're giving you the confusing police instructions that will get you shot. <laughs> and they all barking out there. <laughs> Stand then up, another girl, down, jump. Another girl gets out the truck. She's half ass naked. Like I'm talking about bra and panties, I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> they, they it, it's not a two-piece. Hey, somebody fouled for uh, the instructions they gave her. 
Lay down. Put your ass in the air. Spread your legs some more. Listen. (laughs) What? Okay, I was going to slowly make it to that punchline, but we're here now. Listen, audience. For those of y'all that haven't seen the video, when we're done talking about this, go watch the video for yourself so you know we're not exaggerating for content. The police told the other girl that was in the car to lay down on the ground, put your palms toward the sky, turn your head, lay on your stomach. And the girl was super confused, as anybody would be, because she's getting random instructions yelled at by three different cops at three different times. And spread your legs. (laughs) Bro. The cop yells at this girl, spread your legs, Wes. And she she ain't got no clothes on, basically. Like, she got on, like, a bra and panty set. And he's saying, spread your legs. Now, listen. Spread your legs. When I tell you this is, like, one of Meg Thee Stallion's friends or something like that, like, she got in on the copay for Meg Thee Stallion's uh, body jobs or whatever. Like, whatever ass shots Meg got, got you could tell this girl got. <laughs> you know, she got the promo. Like, yeah. She got to buy one, get one half. So, like. This girl is sitting with like three gallons of ass in the air and the police is yelling at her to spread her legs. And all I could think to myself was like, this is filthy, fam. Like, spread your legs, bro. bro. I, had, like, I, I had can see everything she had on her from way up here. Bro I, bro, I had to rewind it. I'm telling you, I swear I heard her smack her teeth from the helicopter, bro. That nigga said, spread your legs. Put your ass in there. That bitch said, what the fuck? bro that was super super crazy man super super crazy so but okay so we we got so many things to hit here right first of all let's let's deal with the kylie jenner thing separately if you're travis scott and your billion dollar baby mom is over tory lane swimming pool parties and who knows who's watching stormy right now right (laughs) And now, obviously, Kylie Jenner wasn't in the truck, thank God. Because right, the, the, thank God, because that was a speculation. That's, that's what we have. That's fit. damn sure what I thought, too, bro. When they said, because they didn't name the other girl, and I was like, oh, Kylie got the bees. They have let her out. They took right. her back to the crib. So it, it put yourself in Travis Scott's shoes for me, Wes. Like, it, if Kylie Jenner and all this news is starting to break, and I know you was there because I don't even have to ask you. I've seen the footage at this point because right. I'm baby dad. And the internet has. Like, Tell me how you address Kylie Jenner as your baby's mom that just missed this whole thing by this much. You could have been shot. You could have been in jail. You could be face down on the concrete in LA somewhere with the helicopter beam on you fucking with Tory Lanez. Like, how do you address this? Like, you are... Travis Scott trying to tell your baby's mom. If I'm if I'm Travis I'm, Scott, me per I think I need more information, honestly. I am I am definitely interested to know what happened. And I think we'll find out. Um I think we'll figure out what happened that night. I think uh Meg will tell us for sure. <laughs> if nobody else. She might not tell us who, but she will definitely tell us what happened to her. Cause she just casually told us she got shot in the foot and she had to have surgery and all types of shit. Like, oh no, y'all, that ain't what happened. I got shot. I had to have surgery. And I'm all right. I just got to heal so yeah. I can get back to it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like she's going to tell this one. She got to go through the lawyers and the label and all that shit, figure out how she could tell her story. She might have a five-part documentary coming out. But <laughs> if I'm Travis, I need, um, like I said, I need I need more information as to what happened. But, um, you know, first question first is definitely where the fuck is the baby, which I know the baby is somewhere being taken care of. But, but you got to ask it anyway. Yeah, I definitely got it. Yeah, where the, baby, yeah where, the, where the fuck is the baby and why is your ass out being thotty body in Tory Lane's pool? Like, bitch, I just bought an $11 million house over here with all the pools. Like, you can come swim over here. 
Anywho, however, um, like I don't, I don't know. I, I guess my my level of anger um ain't really high because I can understand, you know what I'm saying, your baby mom, but we don't know where this shit took place at. Like we don't know what happened. So I think I need more information. But as baby dad, I think I'm definitely going back after that and hitting her with the A. Keep your ass from around Tori's crib. Yeah. I, I, I think that will be my final message. I don't want to hear about yeah, I don't want to hear about you around Tory Crib, around the pool. I don't want to hear you over at uh the, the Tory spelling. Nobody motherfucking house. <laughs> You think he had a Will Smith, like, I told you about that nigga moment right there? Like, yeah. tell you about oh, it just hit me. And Travis Scott and Tory Lanez got pre-existing beef. Dude, oh, see, now you make pre-existing beef. That's even more reason by, all right, listen, I've been trying to be calm. I've been trying not to be the controlling baby dad. But this is enough, and you're going to stay the fuck away from that nigga Tory's crib. Like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. I don't care that you wasn't in the truck. You could have been in the truck. That could have happened at the pool party. This Tory Tory party shit, this shit is over. I forgot they got pre-existing beef anyway, so Travis would have every reason to be like, nah, we're not doing this with that Travis. Yeah, yeah, that that was that's gonna be the uh, straw that broke the camel's back there. Like, keep your motherfucking ass away from Tory Lane's crib. I don't want to hear you about a lane in traffic. None of that shit. So since since we since we first with the T this week, <laughs> I think we should go ahead and put our predictions out there. I think we're together on this, but let's go ahead and get it on record. Do we think? that Tory Lanez was trying to reach the pistol back to Meg the Stallion for her to hide and the gun went off into her foot. Wow. I didn't even That's think what about I got. that. Wow. I feel like it was either being followed or already being pulled over because j- just so y'all know, Tory Lanez has felony gun charges behind this right now. Now he's out on bail, $35,000 bail, but I feel like, Maybe they was already being tailed or being pulled over. Tory probably tried to reach the strap back to Meg for Meg to hide. Meg got the, I'm a down ass bitch reputation. She probably was trying to grab it from him while being nervous. Boom, the bitch goes off. I don't, I don't know. Cause I somebody, probably- somebody said something about the nigga shooting shots in the air or something like that. But the story that, you know, Meg put in her statement was that somebody was like intentionally trying to harm her and that it was, uh, yeah. eye, and that it was eye opening. So I'm what man, Tory shot her, bro. I thought you, you hear it here first. Tory Lanez. That's that because like when 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 somebody like that says someone was trying to do harm to me, that to me sounds like you're trying to get your storyline together. Like and like, to was together. I did I did I see correct? It looked like Tory was driving. Like, oh that shit, that whole shit yeah, looked yeah, weird. I think, I think Tory was in the driver's seat. So it was, to me, it sounds like they're trying to get their story straight, man. Like maybe oh. they just was like drinking and smoking and shit in the car. And as the pullover was happening, Tori like, fuck, nigga, I got the strap on me. Because think, you in the L.A. area, you riding around, you might not have been in the gated community. Right. But Tori probably felt like he needed to take the strap with him. Fuck it, nigga. Pops mom just got out here. They're not going to catch me without the strap. I I can totally understand having a gun. Like, you got to tuck this under the back seat. Yeah. But I mean, ow. It's yeah, it's all you know you got a whole situation. It's all speculation for real. For that's why I said we need more information. Meg, tell. Meg, tell us who shot you. I, you know what? It might be a while before we get this whole real story. Cause like I said, I mean, Tori's facing some felony gun charges. Meg is probably, and, I don't know what her. Man, as long are. as the bars on the 4G and the 5G are high, the internet will find out. Do you think that the officer 
felt uncomfortable asking her to spread her legs, knowing she was almost half-ass naked. Oh, um, nah, hell nah. I, th- I, th- I think in the split moment, he knew what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> spread, get down on the ground. Spread your legs. Spread them spread some more. Legs. Right. Put your ass in there. Is there a better way to say that, though, to not Make sound nasty when a half-naked girl gets out the car? Like, can you can you be like uh, dismember your appendages? Like, like what do you? I mean, like? but, and and not and not to get too deep into that, but this is the shit that we this is the issue that we have with police officers in the United States of America. This girl gets out of the backseat of an SUV with nothing but a fucking bikini on, and you make her get down on the ground and spread her legs, bro. If y'all don't have that woman back her ass up, y'all got guns drawn, fam. If she pulls a pistol out of her pussy, shoot her. <laughs> right, like, like I, I don't, fam, I don't I think you're safe. Officer. I think you're safe. I don't I don't see from an officer's standpoint a safer apprehension apprehend apprehension? There we go. A safer apprehension of a suspect. Like she don't got no clothes on, fam. She don't even got shoes. She's on a bikini. Where's the weapon gonna come from right now? Like this is insane. from her pussy, like pop her ass for sure. But until then, bro, like have her back up. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, not to get too deep, like they gotta be more responsible because that's mad irresponsible. And you know, I wouldn't be shocked, shaken, or surprised if that came out that the Miami PD was being sued. You know what I'm saying for having this woman do some shit like that? Because that 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 would, like I say, I watched it, and of course, I can see the joke and everything. But I'm like, that's fucked up in yeah, real time, like in real yeah. life, like especially I mean, like, and bro, especially your homegirl is to your right bleeding from the foot. That's what I was just about to say. Your homegirl that you came with is bleeding from her foot. Y'all probably are frantic already, anyways, and especially for you know depending on what happened, like you said, it could have been an accident where the gun accident, she might think that shit about to happen again real quick. And then here come the police behind me. Y'all got guns drawn on me. Y'all getting these niggas out the car. And now you get me out here and I got to uh, bust it open for, for 12. Like I don't. <laughs> Bro. So at this, at this point, like I, I kind of feel for Tory too. Right. Because like as a nigga like Tory Lanez that throws these kind of parties mingles with the chicks out there in the hills you know, he's well known for fuck with the Instagram bras and all of that. Like when you start messing with other entertainers, like the Kylie Jenners and the Meg Thee Stallions, and you start messing with named girls out there and this kind of shit happens, you know, like your roster is going to take a hit. Like you got to downgrade now to some chicks that's like keep razors in their cheeks and shit because they're okay with this kind of activity because it's going to be hard for you to get Kylie Jenner back out to your crib now. Like, like you I gotta said, think, I, bro. It I'm, took it, it took uh it took J Lo fifteen years to talk to Puff again after that shit that happened in the club. Facts, facts, facts. And that and that's what I like. It really makes me wonder what happened more and more the more that we're talking about it now. Because like I said, her post, you know, was it was eye opening, and you know, can't can't trust certain people, whatever the case may be. And like just the pairing, like it was Meg, her homegirl, and Tori. Like with a pistol, like were, were y'all going to the corner store to get shells? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Going? Where were they going? Yeah. That's hopefully they were going to the hospital or something of the sorts. But right, hopefully we got the story wrong and Tori didn't shoot Meg, and they were going not. to get mixed. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds pretty crazy. I, I'm definitely tuned in and interested to see what the fuck comes. And out. you know, outside of that, if I'm Travis, I may fall asleep standing up on Kylie like he did T Pain. <laughs> so <laughs> all right and i want to give t-pain his flowers bro i swear to god <laughs> yeah no nah, I, t- t- 
I want to give Teddy Penderass down his motherfucking flowers for just being who he is because yeah. T-Pain is an um, undisputed distributor to uh, music, period. I'll, I'll just put it that way. Um, he, he's been a joy to enjoy. Uh, but boy, was his fucking story about Travis Scott hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a real like, treat, man. Should he, he take that as disrespect? Huh? Should he take that as disrespect? Who, Travis? T-Pain. Okay, I don't know. Let me, let me do the cat. Let me do the cat. Let me get the people up to speed really quick. Um, so uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how they, uh, I don't know how the link up occurred. Um, but T-Pain and Travis Scott were in the same studio. Um, and I guess T-Pain was playing Travis Scott some music. Um I, I don't know if it was done T-Pain music, just T-Pain beats, whatever. I can already uh, imagine still being in the body of Travis, not being interested in that shit. If I'm Travis Scott, like it just doesn't seem like their sounds may. It seems like T-Pain might be the person to pull out a surprise for you. But as far as going, if I'm Travis Scott, I'm not going to T-Pain for the production. Like not saying a nigga's whack is just not for It's just Travis not his line. Yeah, so the, the first funny piece of the story that I thought was that Travis hit him with the, uh, which is what I hear in the Dave Chappelle Prince voice. Your speakers aren't loud enough. (laughs) (laughs) Your speakers weren't loud enough. So pain being accommodating, upbeat, energetic nigga he is, was like, fuck it. I'll get some new speakers in this bitch tonight. Got the new speakers (laughs) in that bitch tonight. I got that Cartoon Network money, nigga. (laughs) I can get them bitches in here tonight. He was like, so they bring the shit the same night. You know, he said, I'm playing shit for him. He was like, he not really feeling it. He was like, I can understand that. He was like, and then this nigga pulls out sicko mode without Drake. He was like, nigga, nobody just has shit like this laying around. But what he don't know is Travis Scott just got shit like that laying around because that's just what he does. Yeah, so uh, it's hard for me to say that Travis was just trying to stun on T-Pain because why else would he be there? Like, it's hard for me to see the situation where T-Pain just kidnaps Travis Scott without <laughs> Travis Scott and wanting to be there. I'm not letting you leave. Right. Or do you think it was a situation where, like, Travis Scott really just came over here to play the Xbox, but this nigga wanted to bring me into the studio? Now you're making me think about the deeper meaning of this. Why the fuck were them yeah. two together? Like, how did them two end up in the same guy? I could totally see, I could totally see T-Pain luring Travis Scott over the career. Like, nigga, you can't see me in Mortal Kombat. And then, uh, Travis in the block. Yeah. And then they're coming back to the TV room, but T-Pain just beelines into the studio. And then I could see Travis being like, all right, nigga, like, we didn't talk about music. We was supposed uh, to be T-Pain smart. You got to walk through the studio to get to the game room. He's like, oh, oh, this? Oh, I do a, I do a little oh, something. Move that chair. Just move yeah. that chair. Just move that chair. I do a little something. But to finish off the story, I guess T-Pain said he was, you know, playing his shit. And he said he turned around and Travis Scott and his whole crew had fell asleep. Um, and Travis had fell asleep standing up. Um, so that's why I say if T, but, but not only that, like, I guess they were supposed to reschedule and the nigga just never came back, I guess, still to this you day. You gotta be disrespected, I think. <laughs> like, it's, as T-Pain, should he take it as disrespect? <laughs> But I, Even I though keep it's Scott, like, why would like, he be there unless they fuck with each other? To it's so weird. Shit. It's so weird. Where were they? Like, where? This they seems like T Pain's home studio. Like, I, I need. To, it's another on Quavo shit. All, all the stories surrounding Travis Scott need more information right now. Oh my <laughs> he needs God. to speak we, up. I'm sure the only thing he's concerned about is that Jordan Dior drop. 
So speak, speaking of falling asleep before we get out of here, uh, I think it's time to fall asleep on and put to bed this topic for good now, because we're just going to hit this real quick on the way out the door. And then we're never going to talk about this. Yeah, I'm scared of this. Versus is over y'all. It's oh, versus is over. Are you sure? it's dead. You're calling it's this over. the end. This is the funeral. Dead. This is the versus funeral. <laughs> they giving us DMX versus Snoop and versus is <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All right, can we talk about the most important part of this? And I know you had to peep it, fam. I did peep it. We get the pit bull versus the Doberman. <laughs> but the pit bull got red eyes and the Doberman got blue eyes. This fam, is I looked at that shit. I, I, I literally, I don't even know where I saw that, fam. I think I still tapped on the versus page, like to go there and make sure that was a real thing. And I was like, oh, it's disrespectful to both of them. Let's just say that first. Fam, so DMX went from saying I want Eminem oh. or Jay Z. That's only the that's the only people I want. And niggas went from Fifty Cent and niggas like that went from calling out Snoop Dogg to how the fuck? Did how we- did we get Snoop and DMX? Which- See, that is too much money behind versus now. Who thought? No, somebody came to the board meeting and was like, aha, dog, dog versus, versus dog. dog. <laughs> this is the credit, bro. Versus is dead. Oh, so somebody said dog versus dog. And they were like, now, while I'm saying that, let me just go on record and say that Snoop is going to clean sweep DMX in the versus. But it's dead. This is about to be the sleepiest, snooziest, boring. The only thing that's going to save this from being boring is if like DMX do some crackhead shit and it's just funny. Like if they put them in the same room or make them perform and then DMX like falls down or forgets the words or trips over the microphone wire or some shit like that, that would make, if I watch it, it's only to see DMX make a fool of him. Give me your probability and percentages of DMX being drunk. Drunk? Yeah. Uh, Zero. DMX will not be drunk only because he's a recovering addict and Swiss Beats loves and cares for DMX so much that he won't let him make a fool of himself under the influence of any drugs or alcohol. However, he is still going to come up there sober and very much so look drunk. <laughs> he's going to pull that beat off. He'll be sober. Bro, he'll be sober, but he'll be talking a lot of gibberish. He'll be saying a lot of inaudible shit. He'll be barking and talking crazy. He'll probably pray at like song seven. It's going to be weird. You know we're getting a DMX prayer out of this versus. It's going to be some weird vibes. Do you think Snoop will smoke in front of him? Yeah. (laughs) That's not good for an addict. Man, DMX will tell him it's all right and Snoop don't know no other way. Snoop not going to feel authentic. He might not because Uncle Snoop is respectable like that and like you say, because Swiss Beats loves him, they may you know, you know, Snoop will be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna just smoke before I go in there." I just smoke before I go in. I go off to the side. You know, we gotta get a little intermission or something. But I just can't see Snoop not doing that. But uh, I guess you know, I answered. You know, I guess we get him in the same room. When is this? This is, and it's so dumb. What is this happening on a Wednesday? Like they don't even want. Who you got, bro? You got DMX or Snoop? Just real quick. Twenty songs. I don't. I don't even think it's close. Like I oh. think Snoop smokes. Snoop. I just had to think about DMX's little. I don't think he got twenty. And and and. and DMX songs age like poop. I think he suffers from the same thing as Eminem. That's why I think it should have been DMX and Eminem because both of their music ages horribly. So DMX, yeah, if that, he plays, because I didn't want to see the DMX, DMX uh, Damon, 
if that nigga plays Damien or some shit or stop being greedy, it's gonna come off crazy fucking weird over Instagram. Yeah, I didn't. You know I didn't want to be Jay Z neither because he really only wanted Jay Z to try and prove an early two thousands point that he was still gonna lose. Yeah, you can't prove nothing to nineteen ninety eight Jay Z. We know. Who <laughs> we know. This who is like them songs are gonna age like milk, bro. Like it's a couple songs by DMX that can play and still ring off now. Like how's it going down? Um, slipping will still ring off. But like a lot of that shit that he thinks is still gonna ring off, like that, then it, then it, then that shit is not gonna ring off, bro. They don't know, bro. And drop it like it's hot. We'll get every last one of them shits out of here, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, beautiful, bro. beautiful is getting how's it going down out of here. Oh, absolutely. I saw that. Uh, I saw that fucking um that flyer, bro, and I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, I, it was one of those like no fucking way and like I say after all of the talk that we got out of DMX like how did you ever agree to this like apparently he wants to do a versus really bad I think that's really what this is coming down to DMX is really amped to do a versus yeah I think I think T.I. T.I. is also super excited and wants to be a part of something too how like, did you, how let, did let's get back to our OG's aging quick. horribly talk yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> let's, yeah, let's talk about that really quick go ahead please um, so when I, um, it was, it was weird. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't understand. I, I, I don't even want to pod through this one for real, for I don't even want to get too deep <laughs> on it. I was, I was confused. However, um, I think I'm taking tip in that battle. Over 50. I think I'm taking tip over 50 in that battle. I got tip over 50 too. If it ever happens, it won't. It, it won't. And I think it won't because I think Fifty knows, you know. What I'm saying, and it was it was funny, you know. Real 50, careful with playing this stuff. That's why he don't want Ja Rule. Mm. To be all the way real, he don't not want Ja Rule because a they beefing and it's real beef, or b he don't feel like Ja Rule is on his level. I think Fifty understands that there's a real possibility that if him and Ja Rule sat down and went to twenty, even if the audience is just doing it for a laugh, they might give it to Ja Rule. Cause I could totally see the community kind of everybody winking at each other and being like, we're going to give it to Jaru <laughs> just to piss 50 off. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and if 50 fuck around and just play the wrong shit, he could lose because the fortunately Jaru's catalog, Jaru already know what he got to play. For sure. That shit plays itself. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent gotta be like, damn, do I you play the mixtape? Did I try and do I play G unit? Do I play game shit? Like he got to play the right records. He could. He could suffer from the same thing Fabulous suffered from, picking the wrong records. You See, got all the right music, he could be picking the wrong records. And all Ja Rule got to do is go to his top 20 be- yeah, billboard exactly. and just hit play. Fat Back to back to back. Fuck anything 50 Cent play. Just play these 20 and you will live. But to go back to the T.I. thing, bro, I think a lot of niggas were like, I think a lot of niggas are still slipping on the fact of T.I. winning that. But like, I could like think it like when I thought of it, thinking of T.I. songs versus 50 Cent songs, I'm like... Because a lot of niggas was just trying to get an edge to 50 out the gate. And I'm like, yeah, 50 may have been the bigger artist. But you, I, I think if you got to think about... You saw how that played out for Nelly over Ludacris. Nelly was... Not even. If you if you think about the timing in which T.I. came around too, like the South was really engulfing the entire country at that time, bro. So not only did his shit ring off in the South, it rung off in the East, in the North, you know what I'm saying? Everybody everywhere. And them shit's really like the, the same... I think the same thing 50 think would have him win is like shit that the streets would really feel... T.I. has a lot more of those records, bro. Like, 
Like, and I like started thinking about like what you know about that, uh, twenty foes, goddamn, uh, how you like it's it's a it's a lot of Ti fucking songs, bro. That really like. And I think Ti probably benefits from features way more than Fifty too. You know what I'm saying? Like Fifty don't sure. got the, the song with Beyonce that was an all time classic. Like Ti mm-hmm. got features that'll get him some ringers, bro. Like, yeah, he got, got some shit, bro. He got some bangers, like some shit that you know some some of that trap music and I'm I'm serious shit like and I think I think that's why TI keeps pressing the issue and calling 50 out the way he is because I think he's smart enough to know like 50 shit people like 50 but people like 50 because they remember they like 50 but if you go back and play a lot of that shit that we consider to be classic it don't it, all sound it, it, so it would, yeah not 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 only that but it just wouldn't hold up in a battle for real for real if you think about that I really just, just wish if you play What Up Gangster right now in a battle setting, in a versus battle setting, you're going to turn it on. Everybody going to be like, oh, what up, blood? What up? And then you might get 30 seconds in before everybody gets bored. Right. Like you're right. going to have that initial eruption. But once we start getting into the verses, 50s verses are kind of elementary on a lot yeah. of them. Absolutely. And the, the whole thing for me, I really wish T.I. just would have gotten a haircut before he jumped on IG Live and started issuing challenges. Why does he do that? Well, that's, why T. I, that's why 50 called him a crackhead or whatever the fuck he called him. Like, who passed this nigga the gas? Because T.I. be looking like free lunch tip on Instagram, bro. <laughs> like, that nigga, look, that nigga look like the cameraman caught him on his way to the community center to get a free lunch. That nigga, be like, like, I don't know what's that nigga be looking like tipless Douglas around that motherfucker. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, Versus is dead, man. Like, it would have to... And, you know, we've been avoiding even talking about Versus because the shit been just so boring since Dry. quarantine. Like, that shit is drying up. And I think it's probably because a lot of the they unloaded the clip. Yeah, and the big names we got left ain't interested in that shit. No, at this Girl point... I don't want to battle Kanye. <laughs> not only... You, you you missed the window and, like, not, not, to, not to say... I think the... You know, the not like because it did good, but I think the Nelly Luda battle kind of made it a little corny. Yeah, I think well, that's what <laughs> I think that's when we started chasing the water. Like, I think yeah, that's like, when we started. Like, they should the formula that they got now with putting people in the same room should have been the formula from the gate. And like I said, they, they jumped, they jumped the gun too quick, which is understandable, you know, ca- capitalize on the opportunity, but you know, they unloaded the clip too quick. And like you say, the names that niggas would really want, we ain't getting now. So, RIP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was just thinking the other day that I really hope they vitamin water the whole situation and Swiss and Tim just sell it to a big company before all they fall off and just get their money like they deserve. They deserve their money. I they hope do. they get a big payday and they get like Apple to buy it and then right before they realize that the culture don't fuck with it. No more. Or like I said, you gotta you gotta turn it into a real event, but that's gonna be hard out here at the moment. So yeah, yeah. So fuck it. Who cares? But I think that's it for us, man. I think that's our time, bro. I think so. Yeah, yeah, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us once again, each and every Friday. My name is Cat, man. This has been a pleasure, man. I was really excited to get to these topics this Yo, week. They, they, they gave us a lot of shit to talk about, man. They so. gave us a lot of shit, man. Yeah, we were sad at first because we was late to the red table, but they made up oh, they made I, up for it with a who shot me. Right. It wasn't until, <laughs> it wasn't until I started writing my list out that I was like, boy, they did really good this week. However, I'm your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young. Uh you play a pot in a P O D N A. At Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me though. 
Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, please check up on your strong friends, man. I don't even have no examples for y'all because it's just been too much pop culture out there. I'm having a good time, man. I want to thank y'all again for fucking with us and tuning in each and every week. We look forward to it and uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one, man. Big facts. Um, and you know, um, I don't, I don't, I feel like we haven't said it in a few weeks. I'm probably wrong because I usually am, but, um, make sure you, uh, follow the podcast on Spotify. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, comment. Um, I haven't checked them in the last few weeks. So if y'all did something, y'all haven't been responsible. Congratulations <laughs> to yourselves. I still fuck with y'all though. Um, and just know history has its eyes on you. <laughs> we will catch y'all next week. Come on, baby. Let's go get dipped. <laughs>